And taxpayers have forked out over $30 million in e-scooter-related injuries between October 2018 and 2022. New data shows over 10,000 people have lodged complaints with ACC so far. Uh, complaints or claims, I guess, with the average cost of each claim at nearly $3,000. And the president of Living Streets Aotearoa, Tim Jones, uh, he's with me now. G'day, Tim. G'day. Wow. Um, if e-scooters are this dangerous, why are they still allowed on our streets? Well, that's a really good question. And the first question for Living Streets Aotearoa is why are they still allowed on our footpaths? Mm. Because right now, e-scooters allowed on the footpath, and that's a big problem for pedestrians. It's a problem because it's dangerous, and it's a big problem because it puts people off walking. Mm. And the three... Now, I should say that right now, it's legal for e-scooters to be on footpaths, but that runs out in September 2023. So the government's got a decision to make. Do we do they keep allowing e-scooters on footpaths? Right now, they're allowed to go far too fast. 15 kilometres an hour on the footpath is way too fast. Mm. And e-scooter users don't take much responsibility in our experience for the safety of the pedestrians they're whizzing past. Mm. They're allowed to dump their e-scooters wherever yeah. instead of being in designated parking zones. And... They're allowed. To, there's not. There's nothing to stop them doing really close pads on pedestrians, which of course often results in them clipping pedestrians as they go by. Yeah, um, because I can imagine a situation if somebody's just tootling along at a gentle sort of pace, you wouldn't really want them to be on the roads either, would you? But yeah, 15 kilometres an hour. It's a, it's it's a hell of a lot faster than someone going for a jog, isn't it? Exactly, or even somebody walking, and it's especially difficult for, for instance, parents with young children. Mm or people with disabilities. So what we're saying is e-scooters shouldn't be on the footpath. Where there's a bike lane, they should be required to go on the bike lane. And we support more bike lanes being built. They should also yeah. be lanes for e-scooters. Yeah. Where the speed's under 30 kilometres an hour, they should be made to go on the road yeah. because it's a low enough speed. Things that go at a similar speed should go together and things that go a lot faster than pedestrians shouldn't be whizzing around on the footpath. Um, should there be an ACC levy? I mean, 30 million bucks for, for I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, well, we don't have a policy that there should be an e-scooter levy on footpaths, but what we think would be good is for the ACC to do some more analysis of this. I mean, it's true that um, e-scooter users through um, uh, non-earner levies do already, or adult ones anyway, do already pay indirectly towards that. Um, we think that before a levy's put on, there needs to be some careful analysis of, for instance, what in what situations most of the uh, accidents are occurring. Um, and I did note in the article that it seems as though the highest burden of accidents is where e-scooters have just been introduced to a new city. And with that happening, we think it's real. One of, one of the issues we have is that in our experience, the council, councils often get kind of overwhelmed by the, yeah. by the glitz and glamour of the e-scooters <laughs> coming in. Yeah. They don't put in enough regulations. 
They don't do enough enforcement. And when ECU just sat out in a new place, there's a lot of hooning around going on, yeah. uh, which is obviously bad for ECU users and for pedestrians. Is it is it rentals? Do we know any stats on whether the accidents have been caused by people who are sort of temporary users on rentals or is it the private ones? What do we know? Well, we don't have those stats. I mean, that, that's the sort of analysis ACC should be doing in more detail. Yeah. At least we in Living Streets don't have these stats. What we've observed is that private e-scooter users tend to be more careful. Yeah, They're more likely to ride on the road. And crucially, they, when they get to the end of their journeys, are taking their scooters with them, not dumping them on the footpath. Mm. So just a, a final one. Instead of a blanket sort of speed limit on them on footpaths, um, what about a, would you be happy with a rule where it says, look, if you're within 10, 10 or 15 metres of a pedestrian, you have to reduce yourself to walking pace, then speed up while you're clear? What do you, what do you reckon? Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, uh, we the e we know the e-scooter companies are reluctant to do that. Um, they say the e-scooter won't be stable at low speed. Uh, we think they can be stable. It speeds down to five kilometres an hour. Um, we would, so I think that would be an improvement. Yeah. But even better would be to lower that speed limit if you while they're legal on footpaths, yeah. lower that to at you know at least lower it to ten kilometres an hour, yeah. not fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thanks very much. That's uh, Tim Jones, president of Living Streets Aotearoa. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clint and Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.